Did you know that the first E3 was in 1995 and was held in the Los Angeles Convention Center? And only three E3s have been held elsewhere. The Georgia World Congress Center, twice, and in 2007, the Santa Monica Airport. You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 84. Now this is a very special um, episode because this is the start of our um, four days covering E3 and today we're covering the Summer Game Festival, um, which happened today, straight after on the, what's the date today? It's the 10th of June. Um, My name's Gareth Bray, I'm going to be your host and on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How you doing James? Happy to be here, as always. Good, good, that's what I like. Um, it'd be terrible if you were really sad to be here. Just forced. I know. <laughs> Tied I'm, your... I'm, I'm blinking. If anyone can see me, I'm blinking twice. <laughs> it's tied to a radiator <laughs> in Xbox Hub Towers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Richard Dobson. How you doing, Richard? Hello, uh, I'm okay. It's nearly my bedtime, but oh. we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah. And on my virtual straight in front of me, opposite, is Mr. William Caruana. How you doing, William? I'm not, I'm not doing bad. I'm doing all right. Um, William, as we always say, is all the way from Toronto. So what time is it there, William? Uh, it's only four o'clock here, so it's okay. pretty, pretty early. I'm just warning the listeners, I've had my second COVID injection and I'm quite poorly. Um, so if I suddenly drop off, don't worry, it'll be fine. James will take over in a neat and, and interesting way. If I sound yeah, delirious. Yes. Um, so we're here because this is the first one, I think, and we're going we're gonna to cover in this um, episode um, the Summer of Gaming, which we've all just watched, literally finished about 15 minutes ago. And we're going to go through some of the stuff that was announced then. And we're going to talk a little bit in a minute about Battlefield, the new one that's just been announced yesterday. And then we're going to do a couple of our E3 predictions at the end for this week. But this is our first show. We're coming back on Saturday the 12th. Is that right? And then for the Ubisoft, Sunday the 13th. For the Xbox and Bethesda. And then we're going to come back on the 15th to cover the Nintendo and all the other E3 stuff. And then we're coming round up. So quite a busy time for us. And you're going to get a mixture of all of us, apart from me. You'll have me so, and, and James. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. We just can't. Yeah, it's our <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, let's go into uh, the Battlefield um, game that was announced. What's it called? Battlefield 2049? Have I made that up? Uh, 2042, I 42. think. 42. Uh, that makes more sense. Um, now, I'm just going to I'm just going to leave it over to you two. The, we haven't got any. We haven't seen a game. We saw a trailer, um, but not a kind of gameplay trailer. I think that's coming on the thirteenth. Um, but the things that we do know is that on the Xbox, it's coming to cross generation. But on Xbox One and PS4, 
it's going to be big maps and up to 64 people. And I think on the PC and the new consoles, it's going to be 128 people in a map. But the biggest news for you to chat about now, it's no campaign, no battle royale. Um, and Richard, what do you think about Are you excited about this? Were you surprised by this? I, I'll, I'll start by saying I've never played a Battlefield game before. I watched this trailer yesterday when it when it first came out, and I was really quite impressed by it. I think what we saw these so I'm guess I'm guessing these shots of like these different parts of the world are going to be the maps and these these huge maps um, based on landscapes and set set in the not too distant future really. Um, but yeah, I thought it looked really really good. I was I was impressed by it to say that I've never ever touched a Battlefield game before. I really mm. do want to know a bit more about it. Yeah, okay, well that's good. Um, James, what about you? What's your thoughts? Because you've played Battlefield, we've played it together, haven't we? Played Battlefield 4. Yeah, and that, that put me off quite a bit. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not my favourite kind of game, Battlefield. It's, it's a bit too slow. But I do quite enjoy the campaigns. Mm. So I'm disappointed not to have you know, a bit of a, an immersive story, you know, to go into. Yeah. Um, so I guess most people who play those games, the shooting games, not really interested these days, are they? They just get in there, kill some people, and respawn. Um, so good luck to them. I won't be there. <laughs> William, um, your thoughts on Battlefield? Are you excited? Are you a Battlefield person? I don't think you are. I've got uh, this feeling you aren't. I'm not a huge Battlefield person. I've played a couple of them. I like the campaigns. Uh, I think I'll have to see the gameplay for this, but I'm not necessarily feeling this right now because it's going to be multiplayer only. And possibly, you know, it's it's going to sell for $70 or $90 here. That's a pretty big ask for just multiplayer mode, especially because you don't necessarily know how long these things are going to stay online, how long the servers will be up, and how over-monetized it's going to be. Because, you know, when you're paying $70 for just the multiplayer mode, then it should be fairly monetized. Because Halo is going to have not just a campaign this year, but a full free-to-play suite Call of Duty is probably going to have a campaign and a multiplayer. So if you're going to charge $70 and then put in loot boxes or uh, very highly priced uh, microtransactions, I think that could be a big mistake. But, yeah, I, don't know. I think you're absolutely... I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I think it was very interesting that Call of Duty they did when they had the year when they didn't have the campaign and they just had a battle royale mode and some multiplayer stuff. Um it was very interesting that the next year Warzone almost was like the sequel to that, but it became free to play and they carried on with their normal stuff. I I I I mean, for me, I this is hard because I think all three of us or four of us are on the same page, maybe Richard not so much. But I really like playing the campaign and, and the multiplayer I'll have a few goes at. Maybe get a couple of things to have a bit of a laugh at and then you know, a month down the line it would become too hard for us to go near <laughs> because everyone would be killing us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so whether that would tempt me to pay, like William just said, seventeen pounds here for for that game, it would be hard. It would be hard for me to to justify that. 
Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass. Because this is what I think. Because for some of the stuff that came out yesterday, they also said there was going to be um, battle passes to do with it, um, a free one and a paid for one. And the game is initially only launching with seven maps. So I I do think that it's going to be integrated into Game Pass or EA Play somehow because I just don't think they can justify it any other way. Right. Only seven maps? Yeah. Yeah. And paid microtransactions. Oh, ouch. Uh, I'll put it this way. I have faith in the team in DICE. They're a very good team. I actually have a couple online friends who work with DICE. So, you know, I don't want to speak ill of them. I think they're a great team. I just think it's going to be a big ask in the uh, current market. Now, I believe there will be a 10-hour free trial through EA Play, at least. They tend Mm -hmm. to do those. Mm -hmm. So even if it's not the full game on Game Pass, you know, if you play 10 hours and you're like, wow, this is really good, this has hooked me, then that could go one way. And I I think DICE have, you know, they've come out and they said, we do... We don't, we don't, we do multiplayer. That's what we do well. We don't do the other stuff that well, and that's why we've concentrated on this. Um, you know that they're they're talking about these maps being the biggest maps ever. Mm. You know, which could could be great, but could be just walking around a lot. It's a risk. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting. Could, yeah, sorry, James. You could say they're rolling the dice. Oh, it's very, <laughs> wow, it's very good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um, I'm going to move us on now. After that, how can you? How can you talk about as you done? Um, Finish the podcast now. It can't be talked. Can't be. Yeah. Um, Summer of gaming. We just watched an hour and a half, hour and forty minutes show, mm-hmm. um, and there were some. We're, what we're going to do is we're going to go through in a kind of order. We're not going to do everything. Um, we're just going to go through the kind of some right the things I've highlighted, and we can, and you two, you three can chip in if I've missed something you want to talk about. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, So the first big announcement um, was a a new game um, from the Borderlands team from uh, Gearbox, and it had a trailer of a. It was almost like a piss take of the Elden Ring trailer um, (laughs) from the first one, and it's called Wonderlands, and it's Tiny Tina Wonderlands from the from the uh, Borderlands world, and it's a standalone game rather than a kind of like um a sub game it's uh coming early 2022 it's got some cast members isn't it Andy Sandberg. Ah, yeah. Um, Andy Sandberg. yeah Wanda Sykes yes Ashley Birch and Will Arnett, Will Arnett. yes yes yeah. that one. yes I mean we didn't see any gameplay did we did we or not I can't remember I think it was no no, no it was just a no. cinematic Who's who's a who's a Borderlands fan here? Me. Oh, there you go, James. So you excited? Like what do you what do you think? Um, yeah, I, I think Tiny Tina is probably one of the most exciting characters in the series. So it's good to see her getting a bit of a, a spin off. Um, and apparently it's inspired by the I think it was Borderlands Two, the Dungeons and Dragons style DLC oh. um, called Assault on Dragon King. I think it's inspired by that. Um, Have you played that? Yeah, it, uh, I think I did. I don't remember it very well now. Right. It can't have been that good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to see Tiny Tina 
getting a bit of the spotlight. It's yeah. a great cast. I, mean, I love the cast. Yeah. I mean, they do the, they do their, um, their voiceovers, people do it, they do it really well. They're always really strong. Mm. The writing is always really strong. I mean, that, I, I really like the uh, Tales from the Borderland, which was the, the world, but the, um, it was a different group. It was Telltale, wasn't it? I thought that was really yes. good. That was my favourite one from that yeah. world. Um, anyone else excited you, Richard? Um, I'm not a massive Borderlands fan. There we go. But um, I only ever played the first one and was really disappointed by it. But I yeah. thought Borderlands 3 looked great. And I think this one looks good from what we've seen. So I'm, I'm keen to see more, but I'm not sold just yet. Yeah. Um, spell castings. William, does that, into, <laughs> does that get you into the world? Uh, so yeah, I. It looks fun, you know. Yeah. I I'm not huge into Borderlands. Uh, uh, my cousin really likes it. Uh, that said, it might be something I need to go back into and really give the full attention it deserves. But that said, Borderlands, uh, as weird as this sounds, it's always been a good game to pick up a little bit later for me. Uh, it usually goes on sale a couple months mm-hmm. to a year after and it's a sort of one size fits all game that i can play with most people you know it's not too difficult mm-hmm. or too uh too high a skill gap like say a uh call of duty maybe it's not it's co-op so you aren't necessarily against people it's a first person shooter but it's a pretty accessible one so yeah i mean i think borderlands is a good series to pick up just have something on hand that most everyone is willing to play. So, and this this looks to be similar to that. Uh, the whole fantasy idea is pretty interesting. I like Ashley Birch, so I'll give it a yeah. look. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be you know a new game for you know start of next year. Could be quite good. I mean, I don't. It's like I did the last game it drove me a bit mad. I thought, what am I doing this for? I mean, I was playing with Neil and James. It was hard work. Okay, I, hey, I don't think game drove you mad. I think it was. Me and Neil yeah, I think it was. I couldn't do it. Looking anymore. for loot crates. Oh god. Yeah. Um, now next up, I'm going to move us through. Now I'm, these are my little highlights. Uh, Kojima came on, um, the developer mm. of uh, Death Stranding and Metal Gear Solid. And now let me just say first of all, I don't know about you, lot. Just overall on this whole summer of gaming thing, I liked it. It was the maddest, maddest thing I think I've seen. There was. There was a there was um who was the band who was on? Weezer. Oh, Weezer. Weezer. They did something. There was a song which I quite liked. And then there was the <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog um Prague Orchestra doing the best from Sonic the Hedgehog. That was the weirdest thing because all those people looked really depressed. I could see in their faces thinking, What am I doing? <laughs> I was doing Tricosky well, last it- week. <laughs> In fairness, they were playing from Sonic Unleashed, which is one of the weaker ones out there. So I can't, I can't blame them. <laughs> they're like, okay, let's get through it. What well, I love about it is, well, is they're all dressed up still, like <laughs> the Royal Albert yeah. Hall. It's great, uh, but yeah. So this was um, Kojima came on and they had a sort of chat, and uh, Kojima sort of like had a deep chat about creating the creating work and what that might look like after the pandemic. And he was comparing it to 9-11 and the kind of work that came out after that. <laughs> and it was very funny seeing, is it, is it Jeff Knightley's sort of like response to it? He was still trying to keep it quite upbeat. 
it was the weirdest thing. I loved it. Um, um, but then oh. he showed at the end, he said one more thing. Because they said he's not, he said, I'm not making it. I haven't got anything to share, but there's one more thing. And the one more thing is um, there was a kind of like Death Stranding was there and it did a little, what's the word, homage to Metal Gear at the same time with uh, mm. the character getting a box that seemed to go on for about 10 minutes. We sort of, we got the, we got the joke when they got the box. It went on for ages. But director's cut of um, Death Stranding is coming out on the PS5, and uh, that'll be announced what date that will be very soon. I can imagine maybe that might be this year or something. Um, I mean, I love Death Stranding. I, you know, I've talked about it on the podcast before. I thought it was a great game. Can I just say to me one thing before I put it over to Because Richard's played it, haven't you, Richard? Yeah. Why is there a director's cut? When you have a director's cut of a film, and William can correct me if I'm wrong here, when you have a director's cut, it's normally the director's cut is when they've taken it away from the studio... <laughs> Yeah. And done their own version. It's his studio. Is is that the one that Josh Whedon did a bit of directing on? <laughs> yes. Take over you, t- you took over for a bit. Right? <laughs> Got to get it off Josh Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not bizarre. With some directors' cuts, there are things that they didn't necessarily get to put in due to pacing. They felt it wasn't working, but they still want to have a version of that or. You know, once like the Snyder Cut where they weren't allowed to put everything in due to restrictions, so maybe budgetary here. Not that I think, no, I, I think I, they gave Kojima a ton of money for this game, so yeah, I don't see many budgetary restrictions. I but. mean, he did what he wanted from this game. I mean, it is his vision. I mean, it is a mad, it's a mad game. Uh, the first and probably only strand type game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed myself with that game. That was my covid game so yeah i i, I was even tempted i don't know about you richard of playing it again I, I mean you that was the only point i was going to make it was like why is there a director's cut for a game that come out from a studio named after the guy mm. himself i don't understand yeah. what he could have possibly not put in it because he he should have had complete creative control over it anyway yeah um, it just seemed weird that it was. I mean, obviously, it's going to be like it's it's DLC basically. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that they've called it a director's cut just leads me to, like you like you've just mentioned, it's like he's he's had to cut some stuff from it, but surely he shouldn't have had to. If you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. I I'll admit I thought it was hysterical, and the <laughs> reason why is. I don't know if you've been following the rumors, but Jeff Grubb, who has a very, very, very good track record, said Kojima is making his next game with Xbox. He's in deep talks with them. It's with the lawyers. They just need to finalize this. And so everyone's heard this, and the PlayStation fans were not too happy about the idea. They might be doing that. And the Xbox fans really want Kojima. And so the PlayStation Studios logo pops up, and it's Sam Porter Bridges, or whatever the heck his name is, uh, Norman Reedus. And automatically, the Discord blows up, and they're like, no, he's not working with Xbox. Yes, (laughs) PlayStation 1 and Death Stranding 2, etc. And they're going nuts. And then finally, at the end, it's revealed that it's just a director's cut, and for better or worse, we're still going to have this will-they-won't-they, where-will-he-end-up-his next game. And so automatically the conversation shifted from that to saying, Kojima, uh, man, I love you. 
oranges are shifting crates. They aren't shifting boxes. <laughs> and they're going on about the oranges and the boxes. I know. It's have you played it? Have you played it, William? Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, I, ha I have it on my PC, so right. it, you might be hearing a slight fan noise in the background. That's my PC. Okay. Uh, it sends the fan into overdrive, but it's okay. a pretty fun game. Do it on uh, PS5. That'd be good to do on that oh, one. Yeah. Um, now I'm going to move on because we've got a lot to get through. Um, Jeff Goldblum was next <laughs> um, in, the, in this in this mad thing. <laughs> it's like Noel's house party. Um, it's uh, Jeff Goldblum. You want to explain that to William? Oh, sorry, William. It's this sort of Saturday night light entertainment show with lots of guests appearing in the house. Um, it's yeah, Jeff Goldblum came on and he announced um, Jurassic World Evolution Two. Mm -hmm. um, that's all I've got to say about. It. But we do know it's coming out in 2021, and uh, I, I never played the first one, which is the sim game. Anyone played it here? Yeah. I did. I got oh. through games with gold. I think it's it's Zoo Tycoon with uh, dinos. I liked it. Yeah. And James, you've played it, haven't well, you? Yeah, it's got a lot of depth to it. Good. Mixing all the different genes of dinosaurs and that. That's been for hours. Did you? It's, yeah, it's just really addictive. Wow. Wow. I definitely recommend it. I'm good. Will you get? Oh, just wait for that one. <laughs> just wait for that one. <laughs> I don't know what more they can do with it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what else I could do, but but you know it's coming out. People will be very excited about it. Um, and the next we had a game that I'm very excited about, so that's why I've highlighted it. You lot might not be. Um, and it had a lovely song by this a group called Japanese Breakfast, and I've mm -hmm. got the name of the singer. I liked her a lot. Um, and it's a game called Sable, which is an indie game that's been doing the rounds and people have been liking it. But it's this beautiful kind of like. Open world um, anime reminds me a little bit of No Man's Sky in a strange way. It's a bit Breath of the Wild as well, and it's got mm. a date. It's coming September the twenty third um, this year, which is great. And I think it's coming uh, to Game Pass. Exclusive. Sorry, William, what do you say? Uh, Xbox exclusive. Yeah, uh, I think Game Pass. Yeah, which is really exciting. Um, I think it's going. It looks great. You too, um, Richard. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, and I, I think every every time there's an event that it's showcased at me, and you seem to be on the following podcast, and I'm, I'm, the more I see of it, the more I'm looking forward to it as well. I think yeah. it's going to be a really, really interesting game. The the art style is is really unique and really draws you in. Mm. And I think there's no kind of combat. I think it's just exploration from what I, what I kind mm. of read about it, which, I, you know, for me, being how terrible I am at combat, <laughs> or any kind of gaming, it's perfect. James, what about you? Um, it looks very nice. <laughs> I I switched off at this at this point. Oh. Um, I'm not here for the music. I've never understood why we've got to have music in the gaming reveals. But here we go. <laughs> what is oh, yeah. it's the Noel Edmonds house party of uh, gaming events? <laughs> I'd rather see Mr. Bobby. And I hate him. <laughs> How can anyone hear Mr. Blobby? I wouldn't have been surprised if Mr. Blobby came on. I would have just not I wouldn't have blinked, I don't think, in this one. 
He's had Kermit the Frog on, so I guess he's the next one. <laughs> yeah, that's really a chef. Now, I've skipped a few things here. Um, I, there's a couple of um, RPGs from Amazon Games announced. And I don't. Do you want to talk about those, you lot? Does that interest you? Not really. MMOs? Do you want to go? Uh, their MMOs, they exist. Hopefully, Amazon can get the game out that reviews well and sells well. And Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, there. yeah. Um, Sultan Sacrifice. That's my next um, one, which is a, a follow-up from Sultan Sanctuary. It's like a two D Souls game that did very well, and they've got um, Yoshida, head of India PlayStation. They it's coming out in twenty twenty two. If you like those games, I think it, it looks impressive. I had a go at Sultan Sanctuary. It's very hard. It has that kind of Dark Souls feel to it, but this is in co-op, which is quite exciting. I don't know if the last one was in co-op, um, but this that, this could be, that's quite interesting. I quite like the idea of doing that in co-op um, to share the pain. You lot, anyone <laughs> get carried? Yeah, yeah, get carried through it, my life. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, that's coming twenty twenty two. Anyone excited about that? It looked interesting. Yeah. Um, I think some of the the enemy designs were pretty grotesque, which I like the look of. Yeah, um, but no one's um, no one's biting the bit here. That's fine. That's good. Um, Solar Ash um, coming to PlayStation. Um, it's meant to be coming in July, but as um, Jeff said, it's coming this year. He repeated it twice. That means they haven't got a date. It's being pushed back. Uh, <laughs> I like the look of this. I've, I mean, I think I was the only one who liked the look of it when we talked about it last summer. Um, it it looks like a nice world. It's like a mixture of kind of like... It reminded me a little bit of Shadow of the Colossus and a little bit as well. Kind of getting... We saw this main character kind of jump around this kind of very colourful world and then get onto this huge bird-like creature and kind of have to take down some points and uh, destroy it. We didn't know much about it, but it looks quite interesting. Anyone excited about this? I didn't know what was going on in that trailer, I'll be honest. This is the same conversation we had last year. Maybe, maybe it's just one game that I won't grasp the concept of. I feel like I'm the only one who could see see the beauty in it. I've been excited about this Yeah, I thought was quite cool. Yeah. But other than that, I'm not really invested. No. Because it's PlayStation exclusive. Yes. Yeah, so. And I just, I just can't play it. What about you, William? Uh, nothing's really gripped me with it so far, but I don't, I don't know. I could like it. Um, yeah. I'm just going to really go into briefly. Um, um, there was a two second clip from Valorant. Have I said that right? Valorant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they just showed two seconds. Two seconds of something. <laughs> what was it? A helmet. Of some, some robot helmet thing. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, it was the maddest thing I've ever seen this show. That's the, that's. We're going to know more in the next few days, aren't we? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to leave this one over to you, Lot, because I know you lot are going to be excited about it. We talked about this last week on the podcast, Two Point Campus. Um, James, first of all, you played Two Point Hospital. I did. And this looks like a, a nice little spin on the idea. Um basically a university campus and there's some I think I don't know if there's some knights so there's some knight school and 
I think there's a fan score in there as well. Um, it looks to retain the same kind of humour. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, I've not played any of these games, so I don't know. I've not played Two Point Hospital, so it's a it's a sim game, isn't it? It's like you're you're building up a you're yeah, that that theme hospital. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, like your four games. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um, No, go on. Sorry, you you excited about it? Yeah, I was going to say because you end up doing so many different aspects of the. Um, management, so you've got to keep your staff happy, and the obviously in this case the students. I, it it comes up with some wacky concepts, but until you see it, you just won't believe it. Like some really weird hybrid comedy gold. So I would definitely recommend at least try and keep a hospital to get an idea of what to expect. It's so silly. It's so much. It does look good fun. Oh. I like the kind of in yeah. the trailer at the end, the kind of like scientists had this giant robot just then just suddenly turned evil. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I just got it. Just look. William, have you played two point? You're interested in this? Yeah, I've played, I've played two point hospital. It's a fun game. Uh, I don't think I played a ton of it just because I ended up busy having to review something, but what I did play with it, I had a good time with. And this looks cut from the same cloth. You know, I, I will say I think uh, a campus is actually a pretty new take on these simulation genres. You know, of course, there was Steam Hospital and other ones for hospitals. So I think this is a really unique idea. And yeah, it looks funny. It looks fun. That's good. Um, now, Richard, I'm moving on to another game. The the Anchorus. Have I said that right? The Anchorus, which is coming to Xbox Game Pass. Oh, yeah. It's I've written down here zombie army <laughs> in space. Yeah, it looked like um a, a budget left for dead or a zombie army sort of game. There was one very generic enemy type just filling the screen. <laughs> um with characters that looked like they were from Deathloop, the yeah. the arcade yeah, game I was coming about out. To say. It looks like Death Loop meets Prey meets Left 4 Dead, but not as exciting as that combination. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't completely sold on it either. It was, it, it sounded all right, but then when we saw that trailer, I was just like, oh, another another game. Like that's the sort of game that I think you need to play to get a feel for, because just from the surface level, it's not doing anything to grip me it looks budget and kind of generic but it could be really special if you play it so I, that's that's yeah. my hope I mean, yeah. the idea at xbox team are smart they saw something in this so i'm sure we'll see yeah, yeah for... it did look weird that there was only one type of <laughs> enemy yeah I, I was looking there was there was definitely only one wasn't yeah, there I, could, yeah. I couldn't see anything yeah. else like didn't, they didn't have a boss, did they, at the end, like, with these trailers? Like, a huge creature. There didn't seem to be one that appeared. Uh, yeah, they did, because they, they ran about calling it a brute or something. Oh, yes, yes. a bigger one. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. There we go. But then we saw, later on, we saw Back for Blood, which just looked a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Doing a very similar thing. Do you know what I got from this whole um, thing that I... 
I was slightly annoyed, and I won't reveal what the big ending we've got, but it was so multiplayer heavy, and it was so four-player yeah. co-op heavy. I just looked at most yeah. of these games, and I've gone, so many games, these games are going to die. You know, they're not, it's yeah. just too many of them. And it, it kind of makes me yeah. think they're just kind of making these games because they've seen, they've seen, uh, you know, Friday the 13th, or they've seen, you know, four-player games like um, even just multiplayer like Fortnite, or they've seen, you know, this type of game and think we've got to, we've got to do one like that. And they're not, yeah. maybe they're not as tricky to do. It just, it, it did feel really heavy, this one. I just, I was, my only fear was, I hope the rest of E3 doesn't reveal a load of the games in this similar it, it was the whole um, middle bit of, of the, the, the kickoff show. It was just like, oh, we've got new skins for this. There's a new pack coming out for yeah, this yeah. thing. Or there's a new season in, in Call of Duty. And I just thought it was so heavy on these these games as a service thing that yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really, really not interested in anything like that. No. At no, all. no. But James, you're a big you know, you're more of a multiplayer person than a single player, aren't you? So, yeah, maybe this is good. It was definitely doing court for the sake of it. Right. I mean, we've noticed with It Takes Two, when court's done right, it's mm. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. played other games, even, is it Vermintide? Yeah. We've yeah, played that in court, I... and it, it just isn't fun. I mean, this seems like court for the sake of court. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm I glad this any... is... Sorry. Yeah, I, I'm glad this is going into Game Pass. That's going to help it. But, mm. like, yeah. now is now is not the year to be doing a four-player co-op game. You've got Back for Blood. You've got uh, Warhammer, Warhammer 40k Darktide. You've got Halo Infinite, which is two-player two local, four-player online. You've got... Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. You've got Call of Duty. Like you've got so many co-op games that are coming out this year that you really run the risk of being cannibalized in this at the best of times. Yeah, especially when you don't have anything to stand out. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing unique about the only crisis. I love co-op. I love co-op. I love. I, I love multiplayer, but you have to be careful because, for better or worse, a single-player game released today still has the exact same value to a player five, seven, eight years from now, at least on paper, in the sense that it's not going to be taken offline unless it's something that's always online. You know, it's something mm-hmm. you can always enjoy. If these games die within a few months, they aren't coming back. Yeah. And that's, that's the real problem with these. Like Bleeding Edge was a really fun game, and that died after a year. Yeah. Do you think um, Blood Hunt is going to survive <laughs> the multiplayer supernatural yeah. game? Yeah, the El Royale one. Yeah, I got. I mean, it doesn't. I just. I don't know why. Maybe we'll be wrong. That just doesn't <laughs> feel like. I think it's. So So I was just sorry. I was just going to say. I think it's an yeah. interesting thing what they're doing with this franchise. They seem to be spinning it out to all sorts of different genres, yeah. but yeah. if you're not a, if you're not a fan of that series as it is, I don't think there's anything in there to tempt you. Yeah, yeah, it's like Warhammer. Anybody and everybody can get a World of Darkness license, and you just have to hope that they're the right fit. Yeah. Um, 
moving on, we we saw. Um, I'm just going to mention it briefly because it's got a, it's got a date on it. Um, the next Dark Pictures anthology game, House of Ashes, which we've known about. There's a kind of extended little trailer about that. Do you know what? That I've just played the second one. It's when that first game came out. I I went and did the press preview thing in that on that ship for um, mm-hmm. the the graphics looked amazing at that point. They don't look so good now. I found that was the second one. I don't know what it is. But anyway, so this new one's coming out on the 22nd of October. Um, it was good. I have a good time with that. Richard, you reviewed the last one, didn't you? Yeah, I'm a big big fan of anything that Supermassive put out since yeah. since I played Until Dawn, which was sort of like a precursor to these. So I'll be, I'm looking forward to that one. I think the, the anthology games are... Are good, especially when you do. I, I know we've just been on about co-op games, but I like playing those as <laughs> a local multiplayer game where you sort of pass the control. Yeah, that's out. good. I mean, it's a great that whole system. That is fantastic. I think. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. But yeah. it's not necessary as, as well. You could play it solo quite yeah. happily still. Yeah. Um, now I've put down a game. Next one, I've put down brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. What do you think I'm talking about, James? Is it the new skins in Overwatch 2? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Close. Uh, Planet of Lana. Planet of Lana, Lana yeah. Um, there's a tra- trailer for this game, Planet of Lana, and you just saw a little, it's kind of like a 2D almost platformer. Um, yes. Brilliant little trailer. These, this, this kind of like teenage girl and this little kind of dog-like creature and uh, all these kind of rockets in the background fall onto earth it's really and then you're does it show the kind of little clip of them kind of interacting with as well beautiful music it's Mike. i love this straight away and it's coming 2022 and it's xbox only it looks like doesn't it and pc it does it's as good isn't it? it it could be the next story if yeah. the gameplay is there like yeah. it at least on a aesthetic level i think it's just about as impressive as ori it yeah. looks so good. So, yeah. so good. Yeah. And apparently it was at Gamescom two years ago. This has flown completely under my radar. So, yeah, this looks great. Yeah. Good. A um, couple of other ones. Endless Dungeon, which was a squad-based shooter. Mm, it looks all right. I mean, <laughs> I don't think anyone's yeah. that excited about that. Um there's a mention here, I have to mention this, um, if you look back at it, Deviation Games, and Deviation Games, is an, it, there was a, there's a, it's a new studio set up, and these people have worked on Call of Duty games, and they came out and said, uh, <laughs> we haven't got anything to show yet, because they've just set themselves up, but they're basically yeah. aligned with PlayStation. Now, William, you might not get this, you probably will, but... It, it reminded me of a Dragon's Den pitch. I thought they were going. I thought they were doing a Dragon's Den pitch, and any minute they go, we're looking, we're looking for four hundred thousand pounds for an investment of ten percent. It, it, it was. They were sweating. One of them was laughing yeah. insanely. Yeah, it was very weird. Dragon's Den is huge here, so yeah, we Good. we've got our own. So yeah, it. it it was weird, wasn't it? It was very weird, very funny. Um, one one question I've got for for you, William. So so when these these guys first started talking, the the first one said, "Oh, you know, we've been working in games for donkeys years," and uh, I tweeted out saying, "How well does the term donkeys years translate?" and and Cade from from the 
the Xbox of team was like, he had to Google what this term meant. So I was just wondering if it, you'd ever heard this term before. Nope. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Never heard this term. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they've lost that. They've lost the audience straight away. Yeah, it was like yeah. the first sentence he said, it was like, yeah, we've been working in games for donkey's years. And I was like, do people understand this term? Yeah. It's a really weird thing, isn't it? This kind of coming on going, we haven't got anything to show yet, but we're together. Yeah. And the, their, their biggest announcement was that they were working with PlayStation Studios. And that was that was fine. But that yeah. felt like kind of a weird, and it, it felt like a kind of weird announcement for this game show, which was meant Very to be... Weird. Um, what's the word? It was meant to be. It's all. It's yeah. for everyone, isn't it? It's cross generation, so it doesn't fit. If it thought that would be a good announcement for a PlayStation thing, rather than this. And the funniest part in all this is last year Xbox got in so much uh, crud for sitting back showing. Okay, here's some of the stuff later down the line. We've got a CG trailer, all this, but apparently all you need to do at PlayStation is just say. We hired these guys to make a game in five years, and that's enough. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> like okay, yeah. But like, yeah, you know, it, we have no idea what the heck they're making. We yeah. don't know what it looks like. They have unlimited money. Like they, we know it's multiplayer of some sort. But like, couldn't they have come out and said, "We're making a shooter. We're making a horror game. We're yeah, making yeah. RPG. We're making like just give us something yeah. to work off of here." You know? Yeah, I mean. I mean, conceivably on paper, this is a cool-looking new studio. If their whole line about Sony being quality is correct, now, of course, some people have read into this, meaning that somehow Xbox and Nintendo aren't quality, which I don't think was their purpose here. But, like, you know, this is interesting. Sony could use a couple of multiplayer games. It's an interesting idea, but, like, I think we need a bit more to work off of here, for better or worse. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Back for Blood. Um, we know about we know this game's coming October the twelfth, um, and we just saw. What do we see? A new creature, a new something at the end. They showed us a yeah. giant, giant thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. I think we've seen that. I'm sure we've seen that giant thing at the end before, and they're much more impressive. Anyway, um, August the fifth is when the beta's coming out to play, isn't it? Oh, nice. Um, it's going to be great this game I mean I was impressed from the last trailer I thought it looked really fun um, mm-hmm. it sold me a bit more and it's you know good pedigree we know it's going to be yeah, good we'll, we'll see more on Sunday yeah we're going to do exactly. a show just on Sunday yeah. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead 2021 that's coming out <laughs> I've got I've got no interest in this but other people might it's like <laughs> sorry Renny oh we lost you all. Hello. No, oh, good. Oh, cool. That was a worrying moment. Yeah. I thought we were gone. I'm here. Um, <laughs> you lost us with Evil Dead. <laughs> so Evil Dead, I mentioned, is gone. William, what are you going to say? Uh, I I didn't mean to say anything. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I must have been picked up on camera. It's it's Evil Dead. At, uh, yeah, Bruce Campbell. That's interesting. Uh, not a huge affinity for the movies. Not a huge no. affinity for these sort of games, but. You know, it looks interesting. It's a Friday 13th type game, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Friday 13th, Dead by Daylight. I think Dead by Daylight has even done a crossover with Evil Dead already. Right. Yeah, that sounds right. So so this just makes absolutely zero sense to me at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's 4v1 
asynchronous multiplayer. Yeah. The exact yeah. same as what that is. And just really didn't didn't make any sense that it's still going ahead at all. No. I mean these games are huge, you know. They're huge on you know, if you go on Twitch or you go on any stream, you know, these games are the biggest ones yeah. getting streamed all the time. They're they're massive games. So it makes sense. Why would for you them want to compete do... with them then? Oh, I don't know. I know. I'm with you on this. Yeah, I'm but talking... like they're, they're huge if you can break out, but the chance of success of breaking out is difficult, you know. But it's a and big, are... I suppose it's a big name, Evil Dead. It's a big franchise name still. It has a kind of well, it, it is, but it's not quite on the level of uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. or, uh, yeah. you know. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, can I move on to the last thing, the big reveal, Ooh. which was uh, right. which was uh, <laughs> Elden Elden Ring, the new the new Fuck. game. Yeah, it's it Elden was, Ring. Yeah. Oh my god! I know none of you will be excited by this. Um, no, William won't be. Richard, are you? No, Richard will be excited by it. James won't be. Um, it's coming. It's coming on January twenty first, twenty twenty two, and there was a trailer. With some gameplay in there, um, it's coming to next gen and current gen as well. Um, what do you think, first of all, before I say anything, um, James? What do you think? I, after watching the trailer, I was a little bit excited mm-hmm. because although I'm not very good at games, get from software, I do, and. Um, I think I could get into this one. Um, so I'm a little bit excited. I'm also really annoyed that we all knew it was coming. Right. Um, it, I wish it had news for that. Because that would have made such a better reveal. Other than that, I'm excited. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think... I, think I didn't realise it was going to be that soon. Yeah, I thought it was going to be... Mm. Yeah, next yeah. year sometime. Yeah. So that's quite, I mean, that's really soon. Really. It's not that far away. Um, Richard, what was your thoughts? Um, I was I was a little bit excited. I think the, the, the enemy designs is typically from software and then they just look absolutely terrifying and grotesque and awful. But at the same time, you really, really want to get up close and see just how awful looking they sort of are. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure exactly based on that trailer how much involvement George R. R. Martin really has with it. I was thinking that, yeah, because it's not from from what we saw. It's not really what he does. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he should be he should be busy working on a a certain book anyway. <laughs> That's what I would argue. George, sort it out. Don't write your book. Mucking <laughs> around with games. Yeah. Um, William? I'm absolutely delighted they showed it off because now people can shut up about it. <laughs> I mean, I uh, I think it's the Souls-like that isn't necessarily a genre that I'm huge on, but it looks like it's probably going to be a high-quality game. I'm glad that people are happy about this. I'm also happy now as someone who's been waiting for Bayonetta 3 and Metroid Prime 4 and Starfield and Shimigami Tensei 5. They never have to hear the words vaporware for a game that was revealed less than two years ago again. Mm. 
It exists. Yeah. It's coming soon. Everybody calm down. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say only one thing, and I'm, I might get slagged down. It didn't look as good as the Demon Souls remake. <laughs> no. It didn't look as know. next gen as I. Ex- I don't know. It didn't. It looked a bit. I mean, the creature design, everything else is great. All that stuff's great. But, and it had some nice sky. But it didn't look as impressive as that. But, you know, we saw a very kind of like cut, very quick cut trailer. So it'd be good to see some actual yeah. gameplay to see that properly. But it's exciting. You know, it's going to be an exciting time. Do you think we'll see any gameplay this weekend now that we've got a release date for it? Maybe, yeah. I think you might be right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's a big game. They should show it off a bit more, shouldn't they? We'll probably see yeah. some more Overwatch 2 skins. Oh, looking forward to them. <laughs> I mean, overall, it was a good... I mean, it's the weirdest, maddest thing, um, Southern Game Fest, but it was a good little refresher with, with some good reveals in there, wasn't it? It could have been condensed. Yeah. 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 I enjoyed the beginning really... and the end. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it, it was an okay show, but... You know, I think I think if this is the highlight of the E three week, something's gone really oh, wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, yeah, this can't be. It, it was okay. Please don't. Let it that was better than Gamescom last year. I'll say that not as good as Game Awards. So yeah, fine. I mean, I, we've missed out quite a lot of stuff as well. We missed out all sorts of stuff in there. Um, anything, anything that I missed that you want to talk about in E three? Uh, yeah, briefly. Yeah. Uh, Tunic, uh, we're getting a demo for that. We're getting some Xbox demos, so that's great. And then Car uh, Media, uh, Media. Uh, I think that's how they pronounce <laughs> yeah. it. Go with that. Yeah, they they have a new publisher alongside Deep Silver. Uh, Neil just did a big write up on them. He got to go to a press event, so that's that's cool. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Richard, anything you want to have missed out? Uh, I just briefly wanted to mention Metal Slug Tactics, which uh, I loved playing as a kid, the Metal Slug game. So to see it have this bit of a revival, which I think is only coming to PC, which is annoying. But yeah, I really like the look of Metal Slug Tactics. It will come, it yeah. will come to console, I think, eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. James, yeah, I miss- but- sorry, Will. Um, Sorry, not you were pretty good about bringing things to console. Yeah, James, what have I missed? What have I missed? That how all that? Um, you missed the WWE crossover. I, I delivered you. Dungeons Dragons and yeah. the Moon. That was interesting. Yeah, I enjoyed that bit. Yeah, Very interesting the game. Yeah, but it could see the Moon. Good. Anything else? <laughs> no. Good. No, right. No. Good. Now we're going to get to the point. Now we're going to be doing, as I said, we're going to be doing Ubisoft in two days' time, and then we're going to do Xbox and Bethesda, and then Nintendo on the fifteenth. So, is let's talk about our predictions. So, let's 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 do one that we think we're going to see each first of all, and then we're going to go around go around there once, and then we'll do our our fantasy what we want Ooh. to hear from E three. Um. Oh, um, James! What do you think we're gonna we're gonna see? Um, I'm I'm hoping we see some Forza Horizon action mm. on uh, 
on, on the Sunday for the Xbox conference. Um, I don't know where they'll set it, but I'm sure it'll be somewhere just as good as the previous one, which was the UK one. Um, so yeah, Forza Horizon. Yeah. Do you do you think it's going to be Forza Motorsport, um, which is we know is coming? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be that? That's going to be their focus rather than Horizon. I think they might show both. Really? Yeah, but I know. I, I think it would just be a teaser for Forza Horizon. Okay. I mean, Motorsport's definitely coming first. And do you think that will come? Do you think Motorsport will come this year? Um. Mm. No, maybe early part of next year. Okay. Yeah. But I think it will really show off how good um, the visuals. It will it will show amazing visuals for Forza Motorsports. Okay. I'm going wow. Well, from what I've heard, we will see Forza Horizon this year, the fifth one. Uh, I've heard. Uh, you know, this is from Jeff Grubb and Jess Corden and all them uh, industry mm-hmm. insiders with great track records. And they've mentioned where it's said. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but uh, supposedly Horizon mm. is going to be this year and Motorsport next. And the reason why they're doing it that way is Horizon's going to be cross gen. You know, it's going oh, to be no. built on the older Forza, Forza engine. And then Motorsport is going to be the first real next gen only one that shows off all the power and they're just gonna have a really nice fun horizon for us that will look great and so you sorry william are you saying horizons this year you think horizons this year and motorsports next that's what i've been hearing which i'm surprised i thought motorsport would have been this year but i mean they're testing it but wow i i guess it's very ambitious there they're doing some really hard work at Toontown, so I guess if uh, Horizons early is available, I mean, they've had three years between now and eight, which yeah. oh, it's been three years, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Good, okay. Um, William, what's your, um, what you're likely to see? Okay, so we know that Starfield is going to be at the show. Uh, if you take a look at their, at the image they released of the show, the top half of it are some Halo multiplayer Spodens, and the bottom half is the planet from Starfield. And we've been waiting three years to see Starfield, and I'm just sitting back going, open the, open the show, open the floodgates with Starfield. Here's Starfield, here's what it looks like, here's Todd Howard to whisper sweet little facts into our ears and uh, play some Fleetwood Mac. You know, we're going to have a really nice showing of Starfield. And I think because Halo has already opened two shows and closed one, I think people are just going, yeah, it's Halo. We're expecting that, you know, for the average person. But if you can just throw Starfield and go, this is the brand new exclusive next gen role playing game by the people we made Skyrim and Fallout 3 and 4 and Oblivion, like that, that would be amazing. It's, yeah. it's time. Time yeah. for Starfield. Okay. Now, do you think, now I'm going to ask you this now. Do you think we're not going to get Starfield this year? We're going to get it next year, do you think? Or do you think it's going to be this year? Oh, God. Jason Schreier says it's next year. That said, Bethesda doesn't tend to show their games in a year that they aren't going to be releasing them. So mm. it's 
And the other thing is as well, Jason Schreier burned a lot of bridges with uh, Bethesda after he leaked the whole Fallout 4 script. So wouldn't I wouldn't put it against some angry employees going, let's let's mess with Schreier and give him some wrong information so we can discredit him because they really hurt he really hurt them a couple of years ago. So we'll see. I'm hoping it's this year. If it's next year, it's next year. There's okay. Kwell. Yeah. Um good. So we've got Starfield, we've got um, Forza Horizon, and Richard, what have you got? I put the, um, we, we know Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming out oh, yes. for Xbox consoles this year. Yeah. But I think it, that's going to be the one that they'll be like, they'll show a brand new trailer for it, and then the, at the end it'll be like available now on yeah. Xbox consoles. I think that's going to be the game. That's a good shout, Richard. I think you're absolutely right. Or, or it might, at the latest, it might be August, but it'd be like, yeah, I think you're probably right. It's coming very soon. For I console. think it'd be amazing it's, if they did that. Yeah, now uh, they showed it this. They showed it this morning to some press when they were taught, giving interviews about Xbox. So I think I think we're going to see it now. A shadow drop would be so freaking cool. Just yeah. download Flight Sim right now and play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they need that. They need Xbox need that this year. They need something because they, like we just said, they've got Halo, and if this like Forza Horizon would be good as well. They need Microsoft Flight Simulator, but maybe they need one more in there as well. So hopefully, it's a Starfield. Yeah, I'm hoping it might be Hellblade Two. Oh, that, that would be so cool. If true, if they uh, did I, true. I, I don't I think it's going to happen, but I think that's my. I think we're going to see something from it. Yeah. Um. But maybe it's the next year release. But that would be my... I think we're definitely going to see something there. Um, and I, but I do think they need something. Because, I mean, you know, I know PlayStation, have, you know, they've got, they've, had, they've got Ratchet and Clank, which is getting fantastic reviews this year. They've got Deathloop coming out in September. And then they've probably got Horizon... Um, this year, maybe. This year, maybe, yeah. I think it's probably... That, that might be their thing. So I think Xbox needs something else like you said rather than because everyone's a bit like yeah. mm, to Halo aren't they and also mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. it's such a shame that Sony bought up Deathloop because that could have been an Xbox exclusive you know if mm. they if Zenimax just said we aren't gonna, we've got to sell to Microsoft maybe let's not sell Deathloop and Ghostwire off Xbox would be having a far better year yeah. but yeah. you know hindsight's always twenty twenty here but you know uh, what we're seeing they've bought loads of studios <laughs> They bought all those students. Yes. So something's going to, I think we're going to be some surprises. We'll find out. Um, what's your outfield? What's your kind of wish to this fantasy one, James? Mine was, well, a few days ago, I thought it'd be good to see them announce another quite big studio acquisition. Okay. Um, and I'm dreaming big here. Yeah. But I, I just, first thing that came to mind that I was hoping for would be Sega. Yeah. I mean, you never know. It really see at least might see some partnerships. Yeah. Some more Sega games. Um, it's your fantasy, James. Yeah. I'm not going to take it away from you. Yeah. <laughs> and you're all there too, though. <laughs> In Sega. <laughs> just, as, just as a hedgehog. No, it's gone too I'm far. It's gone too far. Good. William, what about you? Yeah, I've heard of the acquisitions as well. I've heard anywhere from one to four. So he was hoping... It's on the higher end, but 
Sega would be so amazing. You know, they, mm-hmm. and it's been so long since they've been at the first party, they really would be a great studio for Xbox. That said, I am going back into Xbox's past. And one of their biggest games back circa 2003 uh, was Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And if you played that this uh, recently, that game still holds up really well. It's a fantastic RPG. And it's probably, I'd go so far as to say, one of the top three Star Wars stories ever told. It's amazing. And supposedly, there's a remake in development. And if they could show off some of that remake, you know, have it close the show, maybe even exclusive like the Final Fantasy VII remake was to PlayStation, that could be a really big announcement. So yeah, I, I would love to see a Code 4 remake. I hope these rumors are true. And if Xbox could get that on their stage, that would be amazing. Good. Richard, what's your fantasy? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Final Fantasy <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. So, so we know that there's going to be some Final Fantasy news during E3, whether it's related to 16 or this highly rumored Final Fantasy Origins. But I'm looking more for Xbox-specific Final Fantasy announcements. So I know that a few years ago now, Phil Spencer was saying they were working on getting Final Fantasy 14 over to Xbox consoles, which is the MMO from Final oh, Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd like to see that finally confirmed and also maybe the 7 remake uh, announced for Xbox finally because I mean we but we know that the, these are coming at some point mm. um, the timed exclusivity for 7 I believe is past now um, so it would just be nice and maybe even just, just chuck them into Game Pass yeah, not too yeah. much Pass go yeah Maybe part two might happen happen in ten years. Yeah, you'll get announced at C three for next decade. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, oh, I've got one, haven't I? Um, I think Rockstar are going to announce something, and they don't normally do it at E three since two thousand six. But I think Rockstar have got something else that's not GTA six. And, and I don't know what that is, but I think they have. I think they're going to say something. And the third party developer, I think it'd be interesting. That's my that's my fantasy. <laughs> oh, GTA Six would be good. Um, well, it's time we've it's, gone from like one rock star game a year to one a generation. I know. It's time for some more. I know. Um, gentlemen, thank you so much. That's our first show done. We're back on Saturday night for Ubisoft. It might be shorter. Um, it might be short. It might just be Just Dance and Far Cry 4, 6, and that'll be it. Um, gentlemen, where can we find you, Fantasy? Where can we find you, James? Um, on the Twitter and Instagram, at OKGKO. Great. William, what about you? Uh, I'm at Twitter, at William J. Caruana. Uh, good. And Richard, what about you? I'm on Twitter at Dubber1912, and I'll also be signed for my PS5 in less than two hours with playing Ratchet and Clank. Have you got it? I've pre-ordered it. <gasps> I am I'm desperate to play that game. I've got to go and get it tomorrow morning. 
I unpicked it up tomorrow morning. Yeah, oh. right after my first shot. Uh, uh, sorry, second shot of the vi- of the vaccine, and then right over the EB before this thing knocks me out. <laughs> well, <laughs> good. We're looking forward to that. And you can find me on GB Brady on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, thank you very much. First one, and thank you, gentlemen. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.